Okay, in this episode, we're going to go over spinal disorders. So, um, so we'll start with ankylos- ankylosing spondylitis. So, this primarily affects the SI joint and the spine. Oh, that's something you need to know. That I saw so many questions of that. SI joint and spine. SI joint and spine. Ankylosing spondylitis. So per, this is going to present as a patient with chronic lower back pain that has morning stiffness, but the pain decreases throughout the day and after exercise. So that's kind of special to this condition that it gets better throughout the day and it gets better with exercise. It's associated with like psoriasis, IBD, anterior uveitis, dactylitis, which is, and I quote, in one of the sources said sausage digits so as you can see this is kind of like a very rheumatologic condition so sausage ibd anterior uveitis dactylitis diagnosis you can get some labs on them and you can see um positive hla b27 in some patient populations and elevated sed rate X-ray will show bamboo spine. So this is squaring of the vertebral bodies. So you get loss of the normal curvature of the spine. But treatment, you get NSAIDs, TNF inhibitors. Um, kind of treat symptomatically. Uh, next up, cotyquina syndrome. So I feel this is a big test question. Um just in general because you really can't this is one of those can't miss diagnoses so this is due to a large midline disc herniation usually at the l4 to l5 level signs and symptoms is kind of the signs and symptoms really is what's going to clue you in to this diagnosis so they can get leg pain numbness saddle anesthesia bowel or bladder dysfunction and paralysis. So in any of these back pain questions, you're going to see in the history them saying no loss of bowel or bladder, like, or no bowel or bladder dysfunction. So in all of the back pain questions you're going to get, that's going to be in the history because that's going to clue you away from cotyquinus syndrome. So it's an important thing to look for when you, um, are doing all these questions if it there is any right away you should just be alerted for cotyquina this is a surgical emergency next up we're gonna do herniated nucleus pulsus so like radiculopathies so you're gonna have pain below the knees and a positive straight leg raise this is most commonly either l5 or s1 this is when you go down like the lumbar spine dermatomes of like L4, 5, S1. So how I kind of remember this is you use your legs to climb the Alps. So A-L-P-S. So going from L4, 5, S1. So Alps, anterior, lateral, posterior. So L4 is the anterior aspect of the thigh, so you're going to have decreased sensation in the anterior aspect of the thigh. L5 is lateral, so you're going to get um, pain that radiates down the lateral aspect. 
of the leg into the foot. So in S1, you're going to get pain rating down the posterior aspect of the leg. So pain in the anterior L4, pain in the lateral L5, pain in the posterior S1, climbing the Alps with your legs. Then you go into like um, reflexes and on strength. So I'm just going to go over. So L5 strength, you can get reduced dorsiflexion, toe extension, foot inversion, foot eversion. Reflexes are normal with L5. S1 is where you can get that ankle reflex lost. So yeah. Um, and S1 is where you get the reduced strength of plantar flexion. So that's kind of how I try to differentiate these in my mind. So L5, I think dorsiflexion. S1, I think plantar flexion. S1, you also get the loss of the ankle, which are kind of like the big test questions that I've seen thus far. So then cervical radiculopathy. This is so much. Um, I really don't think there's much that... I just kind of, I'll go over like the general location. So C5, you're like up in the upper shoulder area, not really rating down the arm. C6, you're going to get the thumb involvement, like mostly your thumb. C7, now you're really into the middle finger and C8 is pinky. So kind of C5, shoulder, C6, 7, 8. So 6 is thumb, 7 is middle finger finger eight is pinky finger and that's really all i'm gonna say about that you can there's so many other tests and where weakness is i, I don't know i'm really not about learning all of those thus i might just read through them once or twice but i'm not gonna spend too much time on that Next up, kyphosis. So kyphosis is a curvature of the spine measuring 50 degrees or uh, or greater on an x-ray. So this is convex or humpback curvature. So these are your like old ladies that have those big humps on their bags and they're all bent over. Um, there's three different types of... So one is postural kyphosis, and this is the result of poor posture. This is the most common in like young females, especially those with large breasts. You get that postural kyphosis. Another type is the Schurmans. I don't know. S-C-H-E-U-E-R-M-A-N-N. Apostrophe S. Schurmans. I don't know. This is present in childhood. And most common in boys, it's due to anterior wedging. I just know that term. And then you have congenital, so this is during fetal development. Diagnosis, you're going to get an x-ray standing and lateral. You get physical therapy on the treatment physical therapy. If it's greater than 60 degrees, you're going to get a Milwaukee brace. And I did have a few questions on that. So, greater than 60 degrees, Milwaukee brace. 
um, lower back pain. So lower back pain in general, the most common causes are prolapsed intervertebral discs and lower back strain. So just like a muscular strain. But it's important that you look for, check for red flags in their history. So some red flags of lower back pain is fever, weight loss, morning stiffness, steroid history, or trauma, cancer, saddle anesthesia, loss of anal fincture tone, motor weakness. And if you have any of these things, they warrant an emergent x-ray. So things that we're trying to kind of rule out, so like differentials, we said cauda like you're ruling out like a spinal abscess, you're ruling out cancer, things like that. So treatment short-term rest with support under the knees and neck and we're saying very short-term in like two to three days and NSAIDs so next up general scoliosis so this is a lateral curvature of the spine with a cob angle of 10 degrees or more they love pointing out the cob angle of 10 degrees I don't know I, w- I would l- I should look up where that name comes from because I don't know. I just don't like it. So a patient is asked to flex. So how we kind of s- the Adams test is kind of what we do on p- our peds what we did on our peds rotation to kind of check for scoliosis. So the patient is asked to bend forward and you're gonna look at the scapula height. So that's known as the Adams test. So, diagnosis, Adam's test, you're going to get an x-ray, um, PA, and lateral. Pulmonary function tests can be done because severe scoliosis can really inhibit a person's ability to fully expand their lung fields. Treatment, greater than 20 degrees, you're just going to send them in for an ortho consult so that they can be followed more closely. Um, if it's greater than 40 degrees, they need surgery. So scoliosis, known as Cobb angle, we look at the scapula height, which is known as the Adams test, greater than 20 degrees, you're going to send them to ortho, greater than 40 degrees, they need surgery. So we'll do just sprains and strains. So cervical sprain, also known as whiplash, can last up to eight, 18 plus months treatment you can treat with a soft collar for two to three days some ice some heat gentle active range of motion back strain so this is often due to incorrect body mechanics you're going to treat with NSAIDs heat ice physical therapy plus minus muscle relaxants next up spinal stenosis so I feel like this is a high yield like condition that is often um, tested on. So this is pain in the elderly that increases with extension. So like walking downhill, standing upright, and it's relieved with flexing at the hips and leaning forward. This is your patient who is your shopping cart patient. So the pain relieved when leaning over a shopping cart is spinal stenosis. So spinal stenosis. So it's pain in the elderly. They're leaning over the shopping cart makes it better. They can also get the neurogenic claudication, which is the pain in the calves when walking and when they stop walking, it gets better. So shopping cart, neurogenic 
claudication, diagnosis, MRI, so your treatment is NSAIDs, physical therapy, steroid, and laminectomy. Thoracic outlet syndrome. So this is a condition that affects the space between the clavicle and the first rib. So pain, you can get pain in the shoulder, neck, numbness, weakness, and coldness in the fingers. So this is kind of what sets it apart from others. So not only are you going to get neck, shoulder pain, but you're also going to get coldness in the numbness, coldness, weakness in the fingers. So you can do the AdSense maneuver. So the examiner palpates the radial pulse on the side to be tested. The examiner extends abducts and externally rotates the patient's arm. The patient is asked to take a deep breath in and hold it. Then the patient is asked to extend their neck and rotate their head towards the side being tested. And you're going to look for a decrease in the radial pulse. I feel like a lot of the questions I saw about the AdSense were like maneuver. Um, specifically said, like, in the prompt that was the answer that, that you're looking for a decrease in the radial pulse. So that's kind of the part that I'm going to really remember, um, for the AdSense for thoracic outlet syndrome. Diagnosis, x-ray, EMG, MRI, treatment, physical therapy, and pain relief. So torticollis. So torticollis is abnormal contraction of the SEM. So it can be inherited or acquired. Diagnosis, you're going to get a neck x-ray to rule out retropharyngeal abscess and ultrasound. So torticollis, we're always concerned of retropharyngeal abscess. Treatment, physical therapy, and Botox can sometimes help. So last, we're going to go over trauma. So cervical trauma, all patient, all trauma patients are you assume they have a cervical spine injury until proven otherwise. So you'll see they're always in the C collar. They always do the test and ensure that cervical spine is safe before they roll and remove the collar. Thoracic trauma. So this is the vascular watershed area. So vascular injury can lead to cord ischemia. Um, Thoracolumbar, which is T11 to T2, 50% of all thoracics and lumbar fractures occur in this region. So T11 to L2. The lumbar region, so the spinal cord ends and quadriquina begins at the level of L1 to L2. So just remember that. Complete cord transaction transection so this will affect motor and sensory function distal to the lesion um the brown cigar syndrome is a condition associated with the hemisection or damage to one half of the spinal cord resulting in loss of sensation like pain temperature touch as well as paralysis or loss of muscle function in the same part of the body so that's brown cigar syndrome so you get loss of sensation and loss of muscle function on one side and then anterior cord syndrome this presents with paraplegia quadriplegia or loss of lateral spinothalamic function with preservation of the posterior column function So yeah, that is the spinal disorders.